Hello and welcome Read, Pray, Share family. Today's episode comes from a Bible study lesson led by Sean Pierce from the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verses 4 through 11. We pray that it blesses you in totality. Enjoy! Thank you. So uh, I get started about four or five in the morning. And these four words, like I told you, they were, you know, given to me in 2014, 2015, but they were in my notes. And somehow, some way I was looking through my notes that morning and these four words were sitting there. And so I got in the car, I started riding. And I'm going to tell you, this is God did this. It wasn't me because if I'm being honest, Sean has never been one that can, you know, really write a paper. I don't even write papers. I failed some papers in college because I that's not me. I've never been able to do that. And so to put stuff together and to make it sound good, that ain't me. That just became me. And it's only because God, it's only because seeking God for his wisdom, for his discernment, for his clarity on, on things to say, how to put things and stuff like that. And so in, on this particular day, I was driving on the Beltway going towards 288 if you're from Houston. And I had to pull over. I had to pull over because God was, was telling me something about these four words. And so when I pulled over, he started speaking to me and I started writing this down. I started uh, typing in my phone, right? And he gave me an analogy with it. I didn't realize what, 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 what was happening then, but all I knew was I needed to write this down. And so I wrote it down and two days later, uh, two or three days later, I posted this on Facebook. If you followed me on Facebook back in this time, I was posting all the time because I was just getting so much and I'll write it down, sit on it for a little bit, then I'll post it. I'll write it down, sit on it a little bit, then I'll post it or I'll write it down and sit on it and never post it. Well, this one I'll post it, right? And so I just told you I was on a roller coaster for the past two and a half weeks, right? And last week I was um, sitting in my house. I took a couple of days off because I needed a mental break. I was sitting in my house and Facebook sent me that link. And what Facebook alerted me was I had a post that was a year old. So I went to look and see what the post was. And lo and behold, the post was the four words that I needed in this season to get me over the hump, to get me to be encouraged, to be able to continue to move on. I'm telling you, it's nothing but God, because why, why at this time during this, during this season of my life are these four words popping back up from something that I wrote about a year ago? And so uh, I took these four words and I applied them to my life. And I'm telling you, that's what helped me and allowed me to get to this point and on this roller coaster where I'm not really worried about what happens or where I go. I'm literally just trusting God and putting my hope in him, allowing him to take me and, and teach me what I need to learn from this season to move forward, right? And so I hope that these same four words today give you the same revelation, the same encouragement, the same hope that it gave me to be able to buckle up and stay anchored in the Father during these different roller coasters in life. And so uh, today we're going to be in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah uh, chapter 29, verses 4 through 11. Uh, before we get into some, uh, uh, before we get into it, I want to give you some background. And so uh, the people from Jerusalem are now in exile in Babylon in this, in these verses, right? And Jeremiah gives them a letter to encourage them in these times. Now, if we remember last week, to be in exile means to be moved from a normal way of life, to be moved in, and moved outside the city in that time. Um, it's a sudden change from being normal to unnormal living an unnormal life, right? 
And so we may, we may not be in exile. They're not going to probably take us from our home and move us to a place where we're by ourselves and where we can't be around people. They're not going to do that. But we do go through seasons where we deal with uncertainty and we deal with unnormal parts of life. We deal with, 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 with parts where we're going through separation from the life that we once lived. We're going through a mental uh, roller coasters. We may be going through emotional roller coasters. We may be going through financial roller coasters, uh, roller coasters, whatever it is um, that we may be going through. you are going to be able to use what Jeremiah gave to these people that were in exile. Um, and so as we study this, I really hope and I'm praying that, that these verses that encourage me, that allow me to be able to stay anchored and continue to buckle up will buckle will help you to do the same, right? And so uh, verse four, it reads, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says to all those I called into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. So the first Thing that we must do in these times or on these roller coasters is the first word the first the first a uh, that willie shared uh, uh they're all four a's and so the first a is address so uh we must address where we are and we see that in this letter being wrote to these people to encourage them in a state of exile they were in they, they knew that they were in exile they addressed the fact that they were in a space where they were they were taken away from what they what normality used to be where they were taken away from a, a place where they they were able to live how they wanted to live and now we're in a place where they had to be excluded from the normal way of life so they had to address the fact that they were at a lot of times many times we, we try to downplay where we're at in life because we want to be the strong one. we want to be the one that, that that isn't low we want to be the one that's the tough guy kind of concept but a lot of times that deters us from being able to accept and being able to move forward in life because we won't accept the fact that we're in a space where we need to learn something. We need, to, we need to take some time back. We need to think about some stuff. We maybe done something and we need to think about what we did to be able to move forward. And so the first thing that we must do is address, right? Address the fact that where we are is where we are. That's the state that we're in. But as we address where we're at, we must take the positive from where we're at, right? And I know a lot of us are thinking like, you know, how are you going to be positive in exile? How are you going to be positive in a place where you're not normal? You're living a, a, a life of uncertainty. You're living a life where things are just not normal for you anymore, right? Well, in the next few verses, Jeremiah 5 through 7, he said he encourages the people to look at the positive and tells them to live their best life, even in trouble and troubling and uncertain times. Let's read it. He says, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons. Give your daughters to, in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number. Do not decrease. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the, of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Praise the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. And so they may be in exile, but they were able to live the best life in a not so pleasant time. Too many times we look at the situation and find a negative we can like we find the the, the situation and, and we let the the, the situation and circumstance define where we're at and we don't look for the positive things right and so we allow that stuff to define us instead of looking at the fact that we're still blessed even in an uncertain in a in a, in a negative situation or in a situation where we don't understand right and so even in exile these people were alive that's the first thing that they were a blessed to be able to do even in a, in a space where they were, it was uncertain they didn't know you know what really would happen until he brought this letter they were still alive 
He was talking to people that were still able to live. He gave them instruction on how to continue to move forward. And so the first thing that they were blessed with, the fact that they were able to be alive, right? And then the second thing was they had protection. He told them to build homes, build homes to give them protection to be able to live in, right? And then they had resources. He said, plant gardens and eat the produce. So they had food to eat. They had the ability to still be blessed in an unpleasant situation, right? And then they had fellowship. He told them to marry, to have kids so that you can grow and it, you won't decrease, you will increase in people. So he gave them the ability to still fellowship in an unpleasant and an unpredictable and a exile type of situation. And so I have a question, how many times have we found ourselves on a roller coaster of life in life and forgot how blessed we truly are? Let me tell you, I've done it before, right? I've, I've, I've been in a situation where before, not this past one, I really held it better, but before it was, you know, why me? Why am I here? Why do I got to go through this? Why, why do Sean, I've been trying to live a little better. Like I've been committed now. What, why do I have to deal with this? You know, I never looked at the positive of the situation that Sean, you still alive. Sean, you still got a home. Sean, you still got food. Sean, you still got the truck outside. Sean, you still able to go and hang around people. You still got good people in your life. You still got people that love you. You still got all these things. Why not look at the positive? And so these, 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 these people in this situation, they had the ability to have positive around them and, and had the ability to be able to still live their best life in an unpleasant situation. And so after we address, address was the first one, uh, and find the positive, we must adjust. So how do we adjust? We adjust ourselves by taking that positive and moving forward by what? By seeking God to show us what we need to learn and change what needs to be changed within us in this situation. I think of it just as uh, 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 when I wake up in the morning and I get dressed, I, I go to my truck and I adjust myself before I leave. I have to adjust myself in my environment before I can leave the house so I can be comfortable with, 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 with leaving and going into my day. And so I adjust before I can advance and move on, right? I don't know about you, but I just want to give you some things that I adjust. So when I get in the truck, I, I, I sit down, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pray before I leave in the morning because I'm up early in the morning. I might be a little tired, but I need to pray before I leave so I can make sure that I'm going in the right direction. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pray. The next thing I'm going to do, I used to I used to not always do this, but now I do. I, I buckle up. So I put my seatbelt on for protection. Then I have to put my phone on the music that I like to, I like to listen to. I plug it up. I set my phone up. And then I advance and move on. So in verse seven, he says, also seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you in the exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. So when you adjust yourself in a situation by taking the positive, we must pray for the peace and the prosperity that we need in this situation. I find myself before on the same roller coasters adjusted, having positive, and then uh, wanting peace and prosperity, but never asking for peace or seeking peace from the Prince of Peace. I'm going to say that again. I found myself in situations where I did address it. I did, I did address it. I adjusted myself, but then I never went to God and prayed for the prosperity and the peace that I needed to be able to excel during that day. But I was seek I wanted peace, but I never went to the, to the Prince of Peace to get that peace that I needed. So we must not adjust, we must not address, adjust by taking a positive and never praying and start complaining. 
A lot of times I found myself when I didn't pray, when I didn't seek God for, during that day to be able to, to, to advance and be able to have peace and prosperity in that day. I find myself still complaining about what I'm in, the situation I'm in. But why I ain't got this? It's crazy. I'm on the road listening to God, so I'm still complaining in my head because I never seek God for peace and prosperity to be able to move forward. So I start back complaining. Well, I, I don't understand. Well, you know, I should be here. I should be there. I'm good to people. Why I got to go? What we have to do is less complaining. If I just be honest, less complaining and more praying. Less complaining about the problem and more praying about the problem. Because if we complain about the problem and we never seek God for 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 guidance and for peace and prosperity to get through the problem, we may not ever get through. And we may sit there longer than we have to sit in it. And so we addressed it. We adjusted it. We prayed through it. We, got, we asked God for peace and prosperity to continue to make it through. The third one is we must accept. Now, I like to think about the accept part as this is the fuel for the takeoff. We have four, we have four A's. This is the third A. This is the fuel to be able to take off and do the, the last A that we're going to talk about. And so verse eight, he says, uh, it's a couple of things to accept. And, and I want to state this before I go on, that you can use these A's along with God's word. In, a, in any different situation, you've got to play your cards right and put them together, but you can use them in, in, in any type of situation along with God's word, right? Uh, and so verse eight, it says, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, do not let the prophets and the diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. Now, last week we talked about uh, silencing the noise. We talked about uh, uh, moving and negative. Well, this week, uh, uh, to, when, when we talk about the word accept, the first thing that we're not going to accept, we're not going to accept anything that doesn't come from God. Now, that's a plain cut, cut answer for the first thing we're not going to, we're not accepting nothing that's not from, from, from God. And I say that to say this. In this season, remember, we're talking about being in exile. We're talking about being uh, in an unnormal and an uncertain situation. I'm sorry, I'm going to tell you, harsh like my pops will tell me. We don't have time to be in this exile situation dealing with negative and dealing with things that are taking us away from God and not pushing us to God. We don't have time to be dealing with friends that want to go do this and that that's taking us away from the mindset of seeking God and seeking God wholeheartedly to learn what we need to learn in this situation and to be able to move and, 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 and advance out of this situation. We don't have time. And I'm being honest with you, we really don't. When I found myself in the past situation, in a situation, but still wanted to be lukewarm and, and still wanted to feed on the other things that other people wanted me to feed on, I found myself sitting in a situation longer than I had to because my mind wasn't seeking the one that can deliver me. My mind was seeking deliver and do what I want to do. So in these times of exile, the first thing that we must not accept is we must not accept anything that takes us away from Christ that causes us peace, that causes us anything that we don't have money to pay for. You don't have enough money to pay for peace because you can't pay for it. So you cannot cost yourself peace by wanting to be around people that are that are negative or not even just negative, but are trying to entice you to go do certain things because you're in a bad moment. We don't have time for that. But also in the passage, it talks about, and this one I had to sit with for a second because I didn't know how to say this, but 
in verse 8 it says in verse 10 it says this is what the Lord says when 70 years is complete for Babylon okay so I want to talk about that first part right there when 70 years are complete completed for Babylon all right and so in this time I thought about this and I said 70 years but also in all my prior situations I didn't have a time in there I was in there not under not knowing how long I would be there or not knowing you know how long I was going to go through something and so can I submit that in this time we have to accept uncertainty I know it sounds like you know kind of oh I gotta accept not knowing but you have to accept in these seasons uncertainty and this is why because I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know anybody I know not me I, I've never been able to really dictate how long I was going to be in a season. I just had to go through the season with hope and faith, knowing that God will get me out. And so we have to accept uncertainty. But also while we accept uncertainty, to finish that verse off in verse 10, it says, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to you and bring you back to this place. So as we accept uncertainty, we also have to accept the fact that God gave us a promise that he will fulfill and come get us out of that situation. So again, we must not accept anything that's not from God. We have to accept uncertainty, but as long as, as we accept uncertainty, we also have to accept that the situation is not your end, that you still have a story to go. You still have something to look forward to because he told you on his promises that I will come to you and get you and take you back home. So as we go through these situations, Accept the fact that it's going to be uncertain. You, you don't know, you're not going to know how much time you have in these seasons. You don't know, I don't know how long this roller coaster will last, but I do know that I can stand on God's promise that he will come get me at some point. I can stand on the promise that the fact that I know he'll come get me, my story ain't over with. I can stand on the fact that I can be uncertain, but still stand on the promise that my God will come get me. And so I suggest that we have to, in that state of being uncertain, we have to focus on God and his promises. And this is why the moment we stop focusing on God and his promises, we miss the promise, but we also miss the lessons and, and what we need to get out of the situation that we find ourselves in. When we focus on the time of how long we're going to be in, we miss the fact that we may miss the promise that he's trying to give us, but we also miss the lesson and what we need to take from here. We go back up to where I started at. If I would have missed the, the, the lesson and what he was trying to give me, the four A's wouldn't have made sense in this season. If I would have been thinking about, well, why am I in this weird moment? Why am I going through this? And I wouldn't have been seeking and trying to understand what's going on, seeking him first. I would have missed the four A's, the analogy, and I wouldn't have been able to tell you anything about the, 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 what God did for me in that time to help me in this season. So not only do we have to focus on God for his promises, but we also have to focus because we want to learn and get what we need to get out because we never know if what we're learning we're going to have to use for the next season. And so the last part of this, our last word for the day is advance. So after we address, after we adjust, after we accept, it's time to advance. And in this time, we must not let the situation and circumstances and the uncertainty leave us stranded on the street of life. 
It's time to advance knowing that God has a plan. Verse 11, he says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Listen, the best part of this verse to me um, that blesses me is the first three words that he says. He says, for I know the plans. I love that about this verse because it tells me that I can advance with hope and with my hope in God because he knows the plans. He doesn't have to figure it out. He doesn't have to think about it on the fly. He doesn't have to stop and pull over and think about it. But as I'm going through it, as I address, as I adjust, and as I accept, I can advance stand on the fact that God isn't through with me yet. I can stand on the fact that he has plans for me to prosper, not to harm. Not any old plans, but plans for me to actually prosper and not to harm. Plans for me to, to give me hope and a future. And so it does not matter. Also, I wanted to let you know, it does not matter if you put yourself in a situation or you find yourself in a, situa in a situation, God still has plans. And so we can rest in our hat on the fact that no matter what we go through, God still has plans for us. No matter what we are, are, are having to deal with, no matter if it's a financial burden, no matter if it's a financial roller coaster, emotional roller coaster, a mental roller coaster, well, whatever state we find ourselves in, if we uh, address, adjust, accept, we can stand on the advance knowing that God has plans for us. So as we go through these, these roller coasters in life, we must take God's word and live on it, allowing it to encourage and feed us. We must address the situation for what it is and find a positive. Do not look for negative or even to blame anybody else. We got to look for the positive. We have to adjust ourselves by taking the positive and praying about everything presented to God so he, he can give us the peace that surpasses all understanding and give us the peace to be able to live and, and, and be peaceful in an unpeaceful, uncertain situation. We must not accept anything that is not from God and will cost us more than we have to pay. We must accept the uncertainty, but also accepting and standing on God's promise that our story isn't done yet. Stand on a not yet because, stand on a not yet advancing, knowing that God still has a plan. God has a plan for us. And as we take these steps that Jeremiah gave to us, we can rely on God to fulfill his promises. Our father does, does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Remember, to address, adjust, accept, and lastly, advance. I'm going to turn it back over to you, Jordan. Hey, that was such a... Thank you for tuning in to our latest podcast episode. We hope that it blessed you in totality. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Read, Pray, Share. And until next time, continue to do like we always say, and that's Read, Pray, and Share.